This is the FM Gold Channel of All India Radio. In the program News Analysis, we now bring you a discussion on bi-monthly monetary policy review by Reserve Bank of India. The participants are Santosh Tiwari, Economic Analyst, and R.A. Madan Mohan, Journalist. Are talking about the RBI bi-monthly policy meeting, which uh, concluded today, and interest rates have been cut by further 0.25%. What is your take on this event? Industry was expecting, obviously, a deeper cut, more than 25 basis points, maybe 50 basis points, but most of the experts expected that the repo rate cut would be 25 basis points. So it is on the expected lines if you look at it in totality. The larger point is that the stance has been changed to accommodative. So this is the policy stance overall from neutral. Yeah, so which shows the direction and the thought process of the Reserve Bank of India or the Monetary Policy Committee which takes these decisions. So the direction now is that yes, RBI is indicating that there is a need for repo rate cut. So going ahead probably you will see more repo rate cuts. But as the situation stands today, the repo rate cut by 25 basis points, which is the third consecutive rate cut. And it's the lowest rate in about a decade or so. So that way, signals are pretty clear. Direction is also very, very clear that what direction RBI wants to take or up to what limit it is thinking of accommodating the growth prospects also. Because if the direction is that, yes, the repo rate should be cut or it has been cut and the stance is accommodative, then obviously RBI is inclined to taking measures which are growth supportive. That is one takeaway which is there from today's policy announcement. But the bigger issue is that where the Indian economy is standing today, you need much deeper repo rate cuts and probably much faster also. Real interest rates are about 3% now. Although RBI said that the kind of repo rate cuts they have made in three policies, they expect that the transmission which has not happened the way it should have been, like the rate cuts what RBI has done, it should have been transmitted by banks to those who borrow. That has not happened. I think 42% only probably of that has been passed on for the two earlier rate cuts this year. So that's not very good. So now RBI believes that with this cut, transmission will be much better. Why do they say that? Does that mean that we haven't seen yet some policy statements? Further, they say they're going to be a further policy statement based on the NBFCs, I think, in the next few days. Does that mean that they are expecting to somehow enforce transmission to the end users? RBI Governor Saktikanta Das today clearly indicated that RBI is quite aware of the situation and it is keeping a closed tab on the liquidity situation, NBFC issues, etc. And whatever policy measures are required to deal with the situation, if at all it goes out of hand or if it looks that it is becoming very, very serious and needs immediate and urgent attention of RBI, RBI will not be lagging in that. That he has clearly indicated. Financial stability. Yeah. But minus the NBFC part, if you come back to the economy and the growth projections and repo rate and transmission, all those things, you know, that mechanics. Yes, the transmission with this accommodative stance and three consecutive rate cuts, transmission, RBI is expecting that it will improve also. But the more important part, as I was telling you earlier, is that from here, which are the steps and in which direction RBI monetary policy should move. The need today is that of much deeper cuts, maybe going ahead 100 to 150 basis points more. So that RBI has to calibrate how, when, and in which manner, in what manner RBI wants to do it. But that is a requirement that you need to work up investment. Retail inflation is at 2.9%. RBI's target is 4%. Now, there is some concern about 
potentially about the monsoon. Pre-monsoon has been weak. In addition, the farmers getting proper prices for their produce, vegetable prices spiking. And they mentioned these are the negatives as well as international trade and fuel pricing, etc. But the real issue really is that at the moment we have massive unemployment, which has just been confirmed by the report released a few days ago. What other measures has the RBI now pushed onto the government to take? Because they've said we've done 0.25, that's fine. What is the government expected to do now? in their budget? First of all, unemployment data, unemployment records, data, it's a matter of understanding also. It's a new series and you need to go deep into it to understand what employment data has come. But that's a separate issue altogether. But consumption is falling, especially in rural India because of the lack of rural income growth and other things. These issues come up all the time when you discuss monetary policy. But in terms of monetary policy, the road is very clear and it's very straightforward. MPC's job is to maintain inflation 4% plus minus 2%. Now, if that goal achieved, then, as RBI governor has said earlier also, they would also not leave the thought process of growth or growth measures to push growth completely. They will not leave behind. So, you have to balance. But the primary purpose or the primary role of RBI monetary policy is to maintain that 4% plus minus 2% inflation. That is there. Now, then you have to look at headwinds, then you have to look at global economic situation, and then you have to look at domestic situation. Some of the concerns of domestic economic situation you mentioned, and some of the global concerns are also there, like global economic growth not being in good shape, global trade situation not being in good shape, and then on top of it, there are concerns on oil prices also. These are there. And then you have, as you said, domestic concerns are there, investments are not picking up, consumption has slowed down, all those things are there. But if you look at it from the perspective of monetary policy, then what can monetary policy do? When you require investment, you can be growth supportive to the extent possible without taking inflation to some levels which becomes problematic. Yeah, yeah. So that is what RBI has done. But maybe RBI is a little bit cautious here. That is why it has cut repo rate by 25 basis points. But the direction is very clear, as I said earlier also. So bonds have actually rallied today in response to this. So I guess uh, there might have been a fear among international investors that uh, given that Shakti Das was appointed only a few months ago and with Modi's big win in the recent election, they might have thought that had he cut by a large amount, then there was a danger kind of going for growth at any cost. Presumably the bond investors are now happier about the caution that the RBI has. Is that correct? When you go deep down into the economy, I don't think these are the concerns or these are the things which are of much value to the policymakers, whether at the RBI level or at the level of government. These are things which are mechanics which will happen. These are dynamics which will happen. The real issue, again, I'll come back to is that RBI governor, MPC, Monetary Policy Committee's major role is to keep inflation. That is what they have promised Parliament. Mm. That is what his law says, that to keep inflation 4% plus minus 2 in that range. If that is there, then they have to look at, as I said, global and domestic issues. And according to that, they calibrate their monetary policy for a medium term or longer term perspective also. That they have done. Today, what they have done is they have changed the stance to accommodative. They have cut repo rate by 25 basis points. The direction is very clear that... The RBI thinks that some growth supportive measures need to be there in the economy. Now I'll come to your question, what monetary policy can do that has been done and that is being done and whatever is required that government and industry wants them to do and they will do it in some manner, whatever manner possible in going ahead. Then from here, government's role comes in. Now in terms of government, you need to take measures to improve investment. 
and to improve investment one big area of improvement is to reduce cost of doing business how will you reduce cost of doing business two important measures are here one is cut your corporate tax rate to 25% across the board for everyone then second measure is bring down interest rate which monetary policy committee or the rbi is doing these two are big ones to bring down the cost of doing business then which are the other measures which can support this whole issue are the reforms in reforms there are certain reforms which the government has done in its previous authority like ibc insolvency and bankruptcy code gst goods and services taxation and rera these are three big reforms which the government has done now is the time to go to the next level of tough reforms related to tax reforms land labor etc there the government will have to kick in more and more reforms pending bills are there which are supportive of these reforms those bills need to be cleared fast another aspect is your policies there are critical policies which are to be brought in the process was initiated 2 3 years back or maybe in the previous uttar of the government now that process has to be taken forward i'll give few examples of policies which are there with the government and which need to be brought quickly new industrial policy that's one policy which will intertwine states and centers efforts so that the ease of doing business scenario for the industry you have a better situation in terms of then you have retail policy e-commerce policy similarly there are various policies which you have to bring in now this new government will obviously push those reforms then you have to move to other areas there are bigger reforms also like judicial reforms those are tougher reforms states and center will have to do it together you will move to that then you have agriculture related reforms there also you will need coordination among states and also with the center states will come together and then they will talk to like gst you have a platform of gst council there you discuss or everything and then come out with a solution for center and for the states also those kind of platforms in new industrial policy envisages that kind of platform and then agriculture reforms also maybe you would need that kind of a platform to initiate these reforms and do them quickly so these are areas which if you look at it in terms of economy or in terms of giving growth and impetus what monetary policy has to do that is being done and then what government has to do is clear cut identified policies and legislative measures if you combine both then your growth would reach to the level and then the concerns on employment concerns on agriculture rural distress etc all would be taken care of not today not yeah. tomorrow but no. in a sustained manner over a period of time that is what is required fully agree and that's very interesting at the same time when the rbi has said today that the growth they forecast has uh, for first half of this year is going to be 6.4 to 6.7% picking up to 7.2 to 7.5% in the second half this is a reduction from the current estimates which were stated in april which was 7.2% for the whole year growth it's a difficult expectation to think that difficult labor reforms might be enacted when growth is not really sufficient to create new jobs so the people who have been displaced can go in so i guess there's a very big aspect of staging of these new reforms perhaps the labor reform can't be put in at the moment it comes in maybe next year end of next year or something like that so i guess the financial mandarins at the moment are considering which reforms should be put first and staging them is that correct two decisions were taken in the government yesterday now those two decisions are very clear although all cabinet committees they have been revived but there are two cabinet committees which are new one is cabinet committee on investment another is cabinet committee on employment and jobs there could not have been a better way for the government to show the whole world what are its priorities so this is directly under the prime minister modi now 
So in today's Indian context, two things are extremely, extremely important in terms of growth, in terms of taking care of employment or job concerns, taking care of rural distress or the agriculture concerns. One is your investment. Unless until investment improves, your growth won't come. Like 7.1% or 7.2%. Nobody is saying that India's GDP growth rate is going to go below 7% by a big margin or go above 7% by a big margin. So here lies the difference. If you initiate those reforms, which I talked about earlier, then some people are of the opinion that even in this year or probably next year, you will reach 7.5% growth rate. You don't have an option not to do them. So the growth rate in any case would remain around 7%. So you are fastest growing economy in any case. But to reach to 7.5% this year or next year and then go beyond that, you have to do all these reforms and government is inclined to do that. One of the first decisions are to create Cabinet Committee on Investment and Cabinet Committee on Jobs Employment. Then the priorities are very clear. And if you have to perk up investment, if you have to boost investment, as I said, you will have to tackle this cost of doing business and you will have to bring down cost of doing business very quickly and the government is inclined to do that. How fast they initiate these reforms and take these measures would be the budget, yes. which is coming on 5th July. of July. Yeah. So one should expect that the full budget, which is coming on 5th of July, would clearly indicate that these are the priorities of government. So yes, at the same time, the government is also ramping up its own spending in terms of road and transport by Mr. Gadkari and effectively... He's talking about a trillion-dollar investment in uh, roads and ports, etc. So do you see then that that kicks in with the government investment and effectively pushes the private investment along as well? Yeah, that's correct. The situation today is that private investment is not coming up and you need some measures to push private investment. But in this period, you can bring in public investment and start this investment cycle. And then, as you said, you know, the private investment part after these reforms and everything can pick up. So this can be done. Thank you very much, Santoshi. Thank you. You were listening to a discussion on bi-monthly monetary policy review by Reserve Bank of India. The participants were Santosh Tiwari, economic analyst, and Arya Madan Mohan, journalist. This program was produced and presented by the News Services Division of All India Radio. This program is also available on our website, newsonair.nic.in. You may email your opinion about this program at airnsdtalks at gmail.com. 